everybody. Nice to see you guys again. Welcome to a brand new episode. And this one is, is a big one, Marky. I'm actually not working, but today you get a chance to meet with a not big artist, but he's working with big artists. His name is I Am King Kilo. Say hey to the world. How you doing, everybody? It's King Kilo. Hey, man. It's so good to finally meet you. Um, thank you for taking your time out to do this. I really do appreciate it. Of course. The people out there, um, you might not know him, so this is your chance to kind of introduce yourself. So go right ahead. All right. Um, I go by the name of King Kilo. I am a artist from Wichita, Kansas that moved out to Texas. I'm currently near Austin, Texas. I'm working on a lot of big projects right now. And if you haven't heard of me, then probably be a good idea to, you know, look into me because I have a big vision for my followers and everyone who knows who I am. And I'm working to do what I can to help everyone that listens to my music. I'm currently in Texas right now, and I'm on the grind to become the number one artist in the world because that's my goal. Mm, that's nice. That's nice. That's good to hear. And keep up that grind. It clearly is working. So keep up that grind. I'm proud of what you're doing. And that's good of what you're doing. Thank you. So this is my very first time meeting you, but it's also the first time a lot of our audience out there have met you. So we kind of want to know about, about you a little more than just a little intro. Let's go into a little backstory. So let's go back to the very beginning. How did the journey with music start for you? Journey with music, that goes all the way back to since I can remember, really. I've always been connected with music, whether I've made it or not. When I was younger, no matter what I was doing, I would always try to make music, listen to music, memorize lyrics that my mother or father was playing. I grew up on Midwest music, is obviously, because I'm from Kansas. But um, it could be like the most simplest sounds, like a car driving past or a pencil dropping on the floor, not hear a melody with it. And always in my mind, everything, every sound in the world to me is like something that's a melody or a symphony. So eventually, when I got older, I started writing poems. And those poems eventually turned into verses. And those verses turned into full songs. And it's it's been like that ever since I can remember. Try to memorize lyrics, rap other songs, sing other songs. Like, I've always been fascinated with music. Mm. I see, I see. All right. So I can see you're very musical. I love I love people that are very musical. Just to follow up on what you said, you're the kind of artist that, you know, does everything. Like, you're not just a rapper or you're not just a singer or an EDM artist. Like, are you, like, kind of, like, everything into one? I wouldn't say everything, everything, but mostly hip-hop and r and I'm sure I can write anything like any genre but what i do as an artist myself and perform i perform hip-hop and r&b i'm also a ghost writer so i've written for a lot of different genres mm, nice nice that's good to hear all right um so what was the trigger point that made you decide to get into music <laughs> funny story so um i've been writing lyrics for over a decade now, um, I just turned 21 
um, last week. Um, mm. so, Congrats. Happy day. Thank you. I started writing music when I was like seven. Well, started writing lyrics when I was seven. And it started back when I was in math class. So as a elementary student, I was like seven years old, really young. Um, our teacher, we had, she had these CDs where they would teach you how to multiply by different numbers and each, each CD, different numbers. So we had a CD for like how to multiply by zero. And then we have a CD, how to multiply by one and two and three and so on and so forth. And each CD was a different song on each number. And so there was, I think it was multiplied by five was the CD. And there was this kid on there because there were there were kids that were singing the songs. And so there was this kid on there that was, you know, rapping how to multiply by five. And all my classmates was like, hey, Kayon, Kayon, because that's what I go by, my middle name. Kayon, that sounds like you. I wonder if you can make music or I wonder if that is that you? Blah, blah, blah. And so I'm thinking, like, that doesn't sound like me at all. But, you know, I was I was a curious kid. So. That day I went home, I, like at this time, I've never written a poem, a song or anything. So I went home and the curious kid I was, I started writing poems and music and I showed my mother and she, her face was like instantly like lit up. Like she was impressed and she got happy and she told me how natural I was at writing. And from then on, I kept writing poems and music. All because of my classmates said that that kid on that multiplication song sounded like me. And that's how it started. Very funny. I can't believe all that started from a song and look at you now. I can't, I'm just really. Yeah. I can't believe all that started from that. Yeah. Thanks to my second grade classmates. Aw, that's cute. <laughs> Very cute. All right, all right. Um, what is your big inspiration? If it's if if you say any artists, they're going on my list. Okay. My biggest inspirations. Um, I have a lot. As far as I have, I have different inspirations for different you know sections of music. Lyrical wise, that inspires me. I go with Kendrick Lamar. He his delivery is near perfect. Like everything is so precise. I would go with Tech Nine as well, and also Eminem for lyrical and delivery wise, because they are they're very precise. Poetic wise, for as in you know how they put feeling and meaning into their music, I'd have to go with J Cole and um, also Tupac. Those are those are one of my favorites as well. As far as music. Overall, um, I have to go with Michael Jackson, and Drake, and also Chris Brown. Those are those are a very you know they play a big role in the artist I am today. Uh, some runner-ups would probably be Black, aka Six Lack, as some people know him as. Um, Erica Badu, that's probably a surprising one. Twista, there's so many. I could I could go on all day. Like I love, I love a lot of artists, and they all have inspired me, and they all showed me something that I can, something about myself, and taught me something that, and made me into the artist I am today. 
Wow, you just named like half of R&B and rap artists as well. I can say everybody. Well, like, by so, your by your list, is, it's almost everybody. I don't just go off one person. I kind of feed off everything and everyone. So whatever I can soak in from someone, then I'm going to soak it in and learn from it and, you know, try to add it to my arsenal. So if I hear something that, say, Lauren Hill does that I like and that teaches me something, then I'm going a, I'm to a grasp it and I'm going to add it to my own arsenal. So that, that way it makes me a better artist. Kind of like you played Mortal Kombat before, right? I think his name yeah, is. I think his name is. Um, was it Shang Song? Yeah, the guy that that takes all the souls of everyone he beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of compare myself to him because I like to, you know, take grasp anything I can from every artist ever and learn from it and add it to my own arsenal. That way, I can have every anything. I can do anything with music, and I learn from it. And so that's why I have so many inspirations, because I'll try to learn from every artist that I've ever heard, ever. That way I can, that makes me a better artist overall. Because it's interesting. And what I also find interesting is um, what you said about, you know, the graphs. I like where your head's at with that. I mean, I never really thought of that before. I think think Mm -hmm. everyone should be like that in anything they do, really, because it's not only music. Say, Say you play sports. And you're a basketball player and you're a point guard. There's there's things that you can learn from a lot of point guards, but there's also things you can learn from centers, small forwards, or like say podcasts, for instance. Like you do a certain genre or a certain type of podcast, yes, but you can also learn things from radios, from news channels. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of things that you can learn from different types of interviews and types of entertainment that you can put in your own arsenal that'll make you a better entertainer overall. So I think everyone should, you know, try that, try to grasp every talent or every skill from different, from different, you know, areas, not just their own area. That'll make you a better entertainer, better really anything in life. I totally agree. 100%. I love that method. It's like you're always learning. It's like a second school. It's like you're always building up new skill and all that new skill helps you to become better and improve. That's that's huge. Artists and basically everybody should do that. I mean, I never really thought of thought of it that way. I never really thought like that. So I'm glad you brought it to like our attention. And by our I mean me and everybody else. In an alternate universe, what would happen if you were not a musician? In the ultimate universe, if I was a few inches taller, I'd probably be in the NBA, to be honest, because I'm, I'm pretty short. I'm 5'4", but I played Division two college, and I was headed to Division one, D1. As short as I am to be playing D1 college basketball, I, you have to be pretty skilled. So if I was, say, six foot, I definitely think I'd be in a league. So I'm going to choose I'd be a basketball player in the ultimate universe. Okay, well, that's... I'm a basketball player than a doctor because I'm a nerd. I love I love to learn and you know grasp one of new things. If you haven't noticed, yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, just following on that, I love I love being a nerd. Don't you love nerds? Don't you love being one? Yeah, of course. And I, I can't see your face, but I'm assuming you wear glasses. I'm assuming that you have the glasses. I do not style. wear glasses. Oh, <laughs> maybe you have sweater vests. 
or no? Nah, I'm I'm a, I'm a cool nerd. I'm I'm chill. Oh, I see you, cool nerd. I'm just, okay. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm cool, but I'm I'm intelligent. Is what I mean. I love. Okay, hey, that's good. Yeah. I love people like that. I love it. I love it. Cool nerd. But also, shockingly, basketball. Really? Basketball? Yeah. No, no judging. I'm just just surprised. I've never seen a... Uh, no, I might be wrong. A nerdy basketball player? Yeah, but I might be wrong. I, I've seen it. It's not like... It's- it's not like those, you know, typical nerds that you see in the school hallways playing Yu-Gi-Oh, being weird in the hallways. It's like, I was raised, I was, I'm not like a no typical nerd. I was raised in the streets. I had a rough background. I've did a lot of things I probably shouldn't have in my past, but I've always been, you know, a type of person to love to learn no matter what I was doing. So that's why I consider myself a nerd because I may like have did some things that I probably shouldn't have, been in the streets, been in the hood. But one thing that I always loved was to learn. So that's why I, I refer myself as a nerd because nerds love to learn and they have a lot of knowledge about a lot of things. I, love, I like to refer myself as a nerd, no matter what I've done or who I am. That's just so relatable. Actually, this is a side question I know it doesn't portray, but um, you live near Austin, is that right? Yes. Oh, then you're not that far away from me, then. You're from Houston, right? Yeah, I am from Houston. Yeah, I'm like uh, three or four hours away from you, if you drive. Oh, so close. I've actually been to Austin. It's so crazy really? there. Yeah, yeah I actually I actually went there for a college trip um, a couple of years back um, without COVID. I went there for a college trip in Austin. We drove four hours there. It was crazy, and it was raining. It, it's It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy there. But it's also pretty amazing there if you think about it also. so Yeah. yeah. I'm like in the middle of Dallas, Austin. I'm literally right, right in between those two, Dallas and Austin. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> okay, what would be your dream collaboration? My dream collaboration? Oh, uh, my first dream collaboration, I'm going to have to say Michael Jackson. He's great. Um, I love Michael Jackson. One of my favorite all-time artists ever. He's one of the best. Yeah, facts. Um, another one would be Tupac. Oh, he's Tupac. Also, yeah, he's also one of my favorite. I love his delivery and poetic, you know, lyrics. He wasn't the most lyrical rapper, but I could still feel everything he was saying. You know, it was real. Last one would probably be Kendrick Lamar because he's my all-time favorite rapper ever. Oh, besides Kendrick. Tupac. So, yeah. It would be Tupac, mm. Kendrick, or Michael Jackson. Ah, okay. That, those are good, good choices. I've heard of them. They're, they're, good. they're pretty good, not going to lie. A runner-up would probably be um, Erica Badu, because I love her, too. Okay, now that's a new one. I need to check that one out. Being a musician like yourself, I'm sure you've gone through this. I'm happy for gone through a writer's block. Yes. It's, I hate writer's block. When I first started, like, making music, which wasn't long ago, actually, it was, like, three years ago, I I used to, it's different when you write lyrics for fun and as a hobby. Writer's block, really, it doesn't matter because you'll get back to it. It's not like you're selling records. It's not like you're doing anything important with it. 
besides, you know, having fun. But when you actually make music professionally and you have and you have fans and things and you're going through writer's block, you have to you have to put out something. So when I actually started making music professionally about a few years ago, then writer's block, I had to find a way to overcome that. So I was talking to one of my cousins. He's also a rapper. He's not as big as me, but, you know, he's still great in what he does. And he's also older than me. He's been doing it longer than me, so I could still learn something from him. So I was talking to him about writer's block, and he told me that the way he gets over writer's block is he forces himself to write no matter what. If he can't think of nothing, he just writes something down. That's what I started doing when I had writer's block. I'd force myself to write even more because usually when you have writer's block, you can't think of anything you don't write. So instead of stop writing, I write more and I write what comes to my head, kind of like a freestyle. That's how I overcome writer's block. And eventually you won't have writer's block anymore because you're still writing and you're still thinking of things to say because you're forcing yourself to write. Okay, that's a good strategy. I'll have to try it. I'll have to try it out the next time I get writer's block, which that's what I think about writer's block, and that's how I get over it. There's actually three different things I do um here. I'm not sure if you're a rapper or like a singer or like both. Um I'm not mm-hmm. really sure. I'm not really sure if you're like both. I'm not sure because I'm I'm not really sure. So I don't know. Can you just elaborate whether you're a rapper or not, or like a singer or something? I'm a rapper, but like I said, I'm very versatile. So I've written for a lot of different genres, and I'm a rapper who's trying to get into different genres. So I'm trying to get in the army. Strictly a rapper. So I write hip-hop, a rap, all that. I'm a rapper. Hmm. I see. Then you're going to have fun with this next part. You ready? Sure. And <laughs> I didn't tell you in advance, so it's going to be a surprise. Okay. All right. Now, it's a tradition that I love to do with rappers on the show, and it's fun every time, I, every time they get to wrap it up, and it's time for you to do it. You could freestyle, you know, you could do a verse, you could tease us a verse, tease us a verse from a song that's later, or you can do one that's right now, or you can do a performance if you want to, if you prefer, though. Okay. Ooh. I got you. Bring up, bring up something. I've been in the industry, killing off any enemy, sickening shit. I shit on any nigga who envy me, spitting the shit from the mental. What the fuck is a pin to me? Had to come in with this energy to prove y'all ain't sick as me, literally. Probably should check into a clinic. I'm lyrically wicked with the shit that I'm critically spitting. I'm in it to win it. Spirits told me I'm pushing my limits. I told them forget it, admit it. I'm pushing my critics off a cliff and knowing I won't regret it. Pay too much attention to me, you might blow your credit. I gotta eat so I learn to grow up and hold my lettuce. I overstep any obstacle thrown, I'm so relentless. I'm picking apart every artist, part of the reason why my flow is so marvelous. Caught up in cautious intentions, hoping I ain't the target. Looking around, I gotta get up to the top, but there ain't no stopping me. I can be overlooked, but don't overlook my authority. Uh, I think I got more. I'm kind of, kind of, I'm kind of spitting from the dome right now, so I'm trying to get warmed up. Was that a warm up or something? Yeah, that was a freestyle. Oh, I thought that was the verse. Nah. All right, I got a verse for you. I got a verse for you. My mind's racing time, thinking like, why finish? Niggas counting me out. Now I'm an arsonist. Put the kid in the back, he couldn't spar with us. Now run the whole game looking over like God, nigga. I'm ticked off. These niggas thinking they all killers. I could tall pick off a pussy nigga involved with him. If you were up, get back. I ain't a law figure. Y'all better not pop off or getting caught slipping. 
They used to put me in the back of the booth and laugh when I said that I'm going to be the one to do it too. Niggas told me that I was a little young and the fact that I could be shy, I wouldn't make it in the music crew. I had to see it to believe it. I told them to own up to my achievements, nigga. I'm undefeated. I'm guessing they wanted to see me grieving because I'm easily something they want to lead. And I'm a demon in the industry. Niggas trying to get rid of me. First, they tried to pity me. Now they trying to look into me. Looking like the industry. How the fuck are you feeling me? Well, you wasn't trying to give a nigga positive energy. I'm sick of all the games, nigga. What a shame, nigga. Better learn to put some respect on my name, nigga. I ain't an amateur. I've been doing this lyrical shit. But now they trying to make it seem like I ain't built for this shit. Look at me now, nigga. That's it. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. That was really good. Not gonna lie, that was really good. That was one of my powers that was probably one of the most lyrical verses I've ever heard. Wow. Gotta give it to you. That was good. That was good. Thank you. That was fantastic. Golly. Before we get to the end credits, I don't know what's next for you. I heard um, you have someone very special coming. What's next for you? I just recently dropped an album called The Pandemic, the end of last year, so around December-ish. And I'm letting that soak in. I have a kid on the way, a daughter. She'll be born in July. So I'm taking a break from dropping anything until she's born so I can spend time with her. And then around the end of this year, or maybe around fall-ish, I'm coming with some heat. I have a lot of big artists, guests, special guests coming on my next album on some features. I have I have like so many features I have to do for other artists that want me on their songs. I have artists like YBN Almighty J. I other artists I can't mention to the public, but they're really, really big artists and I'm pretty sure they know of them. Around the end of this year, I should be, you know, coming with something that that might, you know, blow me up and get me into a place where I want to be in my career. So if if they people haven't heard of me now, they'll they'll know me by the end of this year. That's good to hear. And I'm so excited and very proud of you and all the stuff that's coming your way. Appreciate it. I mean, look at this. A new baby and music. Wow, nothing can beat that. I can't think of anything that's better. And for real, though, very happy for you. And I'm so excited for all the what God has for you in store and what's coming next for you. I'm so, so happy. Here comes your end credits. This is your chance to shout out anyone you want, anyone you would like to shout out, any advice you want to give, any last words before the end. Go right ahead. The few people I want to shout out, and I will always shout out no matter how big or small the stage I'm on my wife and my parents they my parents has literally been through every stage of my music career and actually my mother she helped me with a few of my lyrics when I was younger she she wrote stories and books so she had a bigger vocabulary than me so she helped me in a lot of things that I did and she drove me to studio sessions and all that and they supported me no matter how trash I thought I was they always you know uplifted my spirits and built my confidence parents played a big part. My wife plays a big part now since I'm an independent artist. She helps me with my merch, my a lot of a lot of the things that I have that's hard to do by myself, she helps me with. And um last words for anybody listening, all my social media is I am King Kilo. I A M K I N G K E L O. I am a open book. I'm not one of those artists who 
you know, lets fame, money, or anything get to my head. No matter how big I am, no matter how big I get, I'm always willing to help anyone. And I'm still learning the business. One of my mentors, Cedric Bellamy, he's in San Antonio. He's one of my mentors. He told me that the music business is 90% business and only 10% actual music. So you have to learn the business before you even try to even step in foot into the industry because it's entertainment and you got to learn that. So business plays a key part. Any artists that are trying to come up, learn the business, learn how to be a successful artist. I'm writing, I'm currently working on a book that I'm going to publish sometime this year or next year. If you want to get a head start on building your music career, then hit me up on Instagram and let me know. And I will personally help you start your professional music career. I can get you verified on Spotify. I can get you, I can get you thousands of followers, listeners, just from a marketing perspective. I don't buy listeners. I don't buy followers. It's all organic. So yeah, hit me up and I can help you make it because nobody really helped me. And I know how hard it is to, you know, help yourself. So I'm willing to be a mentor for any upcoming artists who's passionate about what they do because I'm passionate about music. I'm willing to help any other passionate artist. So hit me up and let's work. Very presentable. Of course. Just to add, and this is the audience also, so we can just Google I am King Kilo and all your social media is there. Like any social media that we get the results from Google, it's all yours. Yeah, you can Google me King Kilo, King K-E-L-O. And everything will pop up. I have articles. I'm featured on magazines. Hood Illustrated. This is 50. Desert Storm Radio. Vince. Mag- I'm, I'm featured on a few articles in magazines. I've been a cover of one magazine. Yeah, you can just Google my name and I'll be there. Look at you, big one. Look at that. A book, a magazine. What's next? Are you going to be on TV now? BT's next. Netflix. That's what I'm working on right now. <laughs> you are? Yes, BET and Netflix. That's 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 my next move. Oh God, bro! Don't don't tell me you're actually on a Netflix film though. I've worked with them before. I unfortunately did not get to make it to the shoot. There's a show called Rhythm and Flow. I was supposed to be on the season one, and I was supposed to be on season two as well. But I'm all the way on the other side of the world doing other things. So next season will be the season that I should be. On Netflix and also BET, I should be on a new BET cipher coming next year or by the end of this year. So I'm crossing my fingers that I can make it to both of those and you know get some more exposure. Oh my god, that's amazing! Look at that, all this big stuff happening to you. I'm also working on my um, Instagram verification badge so I can be verified. Hopefully, that comes in soon too. I haven't had any luck right now, so I'm still working on that as well. Well, congrats on all those, man. I'm so proud of you, and I'm so happy. I know I, I mentioned that. that earlier, but I really am. Y'all know me. I tell you guys all the time, but please actually follow us on social media. It's all on Robert Podcast. It's all there. We don't click on all of them. We're not on all of them, but that's Google. And, you know, y'all listen to his music. He's a serious artist. Do it. Seriously. Come on. Don't be dumb. Listen. Y'all, thank you guys for tuning in today. This certainly been a big one. I gotta say big one. And you know, stay tuned for more to come and I will see you guys very very soon. See you guys soon. Have a good one.